How can personal trainers, fitness coaches, independent gym and supplement shop owners get more clients? My name is Tyson and this is the Marketing Fitness Podcast. I'm running a startup called Black Label Supplements and I'm on a mission to find which marketing strategies will help our retailers and brand ambassadors be most successful. If they win, we win. How do you get more traffic to your business? Well, I can tell you a really good way to do it. Um, It takes a lot of work and it's not super easy, but that's pretty common in business. Um, But I think following this practice, I've already seen some success with it and I've continued, I'm going to continue to ramp up what I do here. So I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I have spent a lot of today working on the operational side of the Black Label Supplements. Um, I I didn't know that a UPC was something that was basically required on all products, which, you know, that's probably dumb of me not to know, but um, I didn't, so I had to get that figured out. But I'm excited because today we finalized our order of Blue Raz uh, pre-hustle, our all-in-one pre-workout, and uh, the formula is great. It's a smooth boost to energy with all the key nutrients you can get or need in a pre-workout that's really not available in most other pre-workouts. So I'm excited about that formula and the flavor. Oh man, it's a very much improved flavor over the last one. I like the last one personally, but this is even a better formula. So in the next month or two, you know, if you are a a fan of pre-workout, you got to try it. Anyway, one of the things that I learned about this situation is Um, your partners in business can make or break you. And before I came on, another manufacturer that were being used were maybe not as good of manufacturers for us. And when we ran across this manufacturer, Drybev, down in Dallas, Texas, um, I've been working with them for about a month, and they have been significant in helping us make some changes and grow our business. Like, nobody's ever told us we need a UPC. And they're like, hey, we can't run your stuff unless you have a UPC. It's basically a requirement. And it's going to help you get into more retail. I'm like, and I, some of you guys that are selling our stuff in supplement shops are going to love it because now you can just scan it. Um, anyway, this partnership has been amazing for us. It's kept us out of a patent issue and a lawsuit issue, which, I mean, we never were um, served or anything, but we could have been if we didn't get out of the situation. And this partner has been awesome. So I'm a huge proponent of finding people that are smarter than you and better than you and doing your research and, and making sure that you build a good relationship with them. And that's another point of, and I know I'm rambling a little bit off topic here for a second, but it's a really good point of in the supplemented industry like how shady it is it's it's so mind-blowing when you're on the inside and seeing how shady it is even with some brands that you thought were very reputable Um, so I'm so excited to be working with Drybev their NSF manufacturing facility and um, anyway back to getting traffic so I heard this story today by Allison Prince she was totally broke okay Um, And she went through this methodology of how she got traffic to start building her business again. And it's an online e-commerce business, but this method can be used anywhere, whether in your local gym, your local community, whatever. Um, I've started using it with here in the supplement man. I've already been able to create a really good partnership that should be um, 
really benefiting us here in the near future. So Allison, uh, she first she went broke and she's like, I got to get traffic. I don't have money for ads. I don't have anything. So she had read this book by Russell Brunson called Traffic Secrets, which I recommend all of you go read. If I don't get the link in the bio below, just Google it. It's going to be the first thing that pops up. It's fantastic. And it's a lot of work, this method, but you're going to be, you're going to be fine if you do it. So she found the large, large influencers, medium to large influencers in her space. Okay, so she was e-commerce, kind of like cake decorating type stuff. Um, so you go find the influencers. And now if you look, if you're a nobody and you find people that are, have millions of followers, maybe that won't work. But if you find people with 10, 20, 30, 40,000 followers, it's going to work for you. That's if you have an e-commerce business. You can take this same model if you're a local business and say, okay, who in my local community has the most influence over my target market? You know, maybe it's your mayor, maybe it's uh, a juice bar, maybe it's a supplement shop, or maybe it's uh, a place that sells fitness gear, um, anything like that. So you could find somebody that has your target market and has a large influence of of them and they already have these people on their list, whether their list is their social following or it's their email list or um, they have a captive audience in other places too, the newscaster or newspaper or whatever, right? Um, so what you do is you start interacting with them for, for two weeks. So 14 to 15 days, you interact with them every day on social or if, if it's not on social, you go into their shop and you just start start building relationships with them and having conversations because they either may know who you are or they don't know who you are, but you need to start to build a relationship. Now, if you already have a good relationship with these people, then you can skip this first step. Um, after the 15 days or after you have already built a relationship where at least you have them on your radar. Like I get so many messages on Instagram from people I don't even know like, hey, come promote this, come help us this, do you want to be part of this group? And it's like, I don't even know who you are, and all of a sudden you're trying to sell me something or get me to do something. But for those people that uh, are commenting and, and mentioning and liking my stuff on social or interacting with me personally, um, I'm way more open to listen to them. Uh, it happened to me the other day, like I get 10 messages a day on Facebook trying for people trying to get me to join their group or interact or buy their product or whatever. And this guy messaged me just like another one. But he knew that I was uh, kind of a fan of Russell Brunson. And he mentioned something like that. And he had a picture of it himself with Russell. And that caught my attention. I immediately friended him. And we started a great conversation. Um, but it's because he had built, started to build a relationship with me and not just like, hey, I want to sell you something right off the bat. So once you get your relationship with these people, then you need to serve them, okay? This is huge. We're in business to serve people. Obviously, they, they pay us back, but in this situation, since we're trying to create a relationship with these influencers, we need to serve them. It was really cool because Allison talked about um, how she would follow these people on, on Instagram, and she noticed one of them had just had a baby. So she, because they're influencers, their information is fairly public. So she found their address and she mailed them paper plates, cups, knives, spoons. I mean, she didn't have any money. She went to the dollar store. She bought, you know, this, but it might have cost her 10 or 15 bucks total to do this and mail it. 
and she put a note in there and said, hey, I'm going to do your dishes for a month. I know you just had a baby. Um, here's And that got that person's attention. And she did this in various ways with other people. If you have a business, you can offer them to come into your, your gym and have a, a week free or a month free or whatever. Um, so you just want to serve these people the best you can with with what you have available, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be money or buying something. but um, And then another, another note is it's always good to try to follow this process with a lot of people because not everybody is going to end up being um, a friend of yours. So... Some people will will just ignore you. Some people will say they'll help you out, and then they won't. And then some people will actually help you out. Uh, so after you've you've gotten to the point of serving them, and you've done something nice for them, and that, that's you really got their attention, right? Um, so then that's when you say, "Hey, I have this business. I'd like to leverage your audience or your email list or whatever it is." And I'm willing to share something with you, okay? Um, a lot of times, if you're a local, again, you give somebody f- free access to your gym and you say, hey, in return, would you mind if, you know, we send out an email once a month or if you'll send out an email once a month to your customers about this? Um, if it's on social media you and you're selling a physical product or something that, that people can buy, you approach them, and this is the approach we're taking, is you approach them and you offer and say, hey, we built a relationship. Would you like to do a collaboration where you mention our product? We'll give you a percentage of the, the sales that come through that mention. We'll track it, and we really just are excited to work with you. So that's the approach we're taking, and it's it's going to work. It's been working out really well because we've been able to start building some relationships with some influencers that I never thought I'd be able to at first. Um and here's a pro tip. So especially, especially with the huge, bigger influencers, they are going to say, here's my flat fee. It's 5000 bucks to do a post and or 2500 to do a story. And it's just like, holy cow, this is, I'm not going to pay that. Well, I, I didn't think about this, but um, something that Allison said is they probably charge that flat fee because they're not good at selling and they don't think they can get that much commission. And I was like, yeah, that's that's very, very true. Um, and so what you want to do is you're going to have to weed through a lot more people, or we are on social media, but those people that all offer them a pretty lucrative commission on sales that come through their, their channels – but if they come out and say, oh, no, we can only do this flat fee, then it kind of steers me away because from what she said, most of the time, they're probably not good at selling. And that's that's very true from um, what I'm starting to see. For you in your gym, if you have another local business like the juice bar or whatever, you say, hey, you know, why don't we put some coupons in our gym and I'll p- for your juice bar and we'll put some coupons in your juice bar from our gym and we'll just share back and forth. Or you could say, hey, juice bar owner Sally, I'll give you free access to our gym all you want if you're willing and a 10% commission on any um, signups that come through emails that you send out. Then all of a sudden she's like, sweet, I get a free membership and you're going to pay me for anybody. I'll for sure email my list once a month about your stuff. So this is this is exciting, right? Um, and you just got to remember, you have to put in the work because it won't work with everybody. But the people that we work with, 
it's going to be very lucrative for you guys and for us. Um, so offering them, them great value, serving them, and becoming friends with them. So to recap, you find people that already have your target market or on their list, whether they're influencers that influence people in your space or they're local businesses that are um, either geographically in your area, like right next door, and they might be totally separate business, but they have people that live in the neighborhood that you're trying to target, you can work with them. Or more specific for your gym or supplement shop, you go to a juice bar, or if you're a juice bar, you go to a gym, and you start working relationships that way for the first two weeks. Once you have that relationship built, you offer to serve them in some way, don't ask for anything in return, then once you've served them, then you offer to uh, do some kind of partnership or collaboration with them where you can offer them a commission on top of whatever they're doing for you. So this is a quick rundown and pretty scatterbrained rundown, but I'm going to get better at these podcasts and explaining things. And um, in the future, we're going to have all this stuff in our marketing fitness course, which is going to be so, so exciting to get get out to you guys and it'll be a lot more scripted and a lot more um, maybe professional and less of my rambling. So uh, let me know if you have any questions. You guys have a great day and go ahead and go get it. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Fitness Podcast presented by Black Label Supplements. If you are a personal trainer, fitness coach, independent gym or supplement shop owner, With a successful marketing tip, let us know by commenting on this episode. You could be our next guest.